Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone, today I'm talking about one of my favorite all-time comic movies, and also one of the ones I think is the most underrated. Now, no, it's not Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, even though I would love to talk about that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, and I can't wait to do an episode about it. And I also feel it's severely underrated, but this time I'm actually talking about Kick-Ass. Um, you know, had to drop a little light teaser as to what's to come. Anyway, um, I think that this is a great movie to talk about around this time in terms of episode releases because it sort of ties into a few of the other ones I have um, coming up and, and whatever, those being The Boys, uh, Season 1 and Season 2, and Red, which is... Um, which is also uh, like a super bloody comic that was turned into uh, an adaptation. All three of these are. They're super bloody kind of alternate takes on comic books and like not not necessarily in Red's case uh, superheroes, but definitely like alternate sort of comics that explore different material than they normally do. And they're all super gory and kind of satirical in, in certain ways. And they all have big screen adaptations. And I happen to you know, kind of organize it into a way where I felt like it could kind of flow nicely in one to the other. So that's why I decided to talk about this at this time. Uh, I, oh man, do I love this movie. So I don't even remember, honestly, the first time I watched it. It was definitely a while ago, um, a couple years maybe. But uh, I, I was intrigued by the idea because I, like, I mean, like he says in the movie, I've always wanted to be a superhero, even still, kind of now, but certainly when I was younger, uh, all through elementary school, I mean, <laughs> who are we kidding, before elementary school, through elementary school, even to in the middle school to a certain degree, I would have killed to be a superhero. There's a part of me that still would now, but I, um, I really liked the idea of this movie being like, what would that look like in real life? And kind of having a comedic spin to it, because... A lot of the times, you know, they do things like that, but it's like Daredevil, season one in particular, or Batman Begins or whatever, where it's still like, it's still fantastical enough where you're like, uh, yeah, but that could definitely not happen. And this is sort of like, uh, it's a little bit more grounded than that. It's like one step below. It's still super comic booky. It still kind of gives into certain tropes, but it's also making fun of them. You know, it's well aware of everything that it's trying to do. And because it is a movie about a character who exists in a world where other superheroes exist, like the ones we know, such as Batman and Superman, whatever, then it can sort of comment on that. And so it was just like so interesting to me, but it was rated R and I was never gonna have a chance to see it. And like I said, I don't remember when that changed. I don't remember when I was finally allowed or when I finally stumbled upon it, whatever, but I know I've definitely seen it tons of times uh, since then. Before I really go too deep into the review though, I do wanna say that along the same lines of uh, of realistic takes on superheroes, I would definitely recommend the movie Super. It's a Rain Wilson uh, and Ellen Page star in it, and it was directed by James... Uh, wait, I should actually probably check that, because I'm not totally sure. I know it was definitely written by James Gunn, but um, I'm not totally sure if it was directed by him. But uh, either way, uh, he, he 
takes a very interesting look at, yeah, it was directed by him. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, it's Rain Wilson, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, like, it's a lot of people that you probably know from somewhere. Kevin Bacon is kind of the villain in it. Um, there's all kinds of people, even Michael Rooker's in it. Michael Rooker is in it, who, you might not recognize his name, but he plays, um, wait, what? Nathan Fillion's in this? I didn't even know that. Um, sorry, uh, he plays Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so even if you don't recognize him uh, just by his name, you definitely recognize that character if you've seen those movies. But yeah, he's um, he, he James Gunn has put together a very uh, a very strange and very niche uh, take on superheroes. It's so funny and so kind of dark and and so so weird. Like it is a very low budget movie and it is probably the most realistic interpretation of superheroes I've, I've ever seen in terms of how it would actually go if you did it in the real world because people are actually dying you know he's not actually seeing a lot of action it's a lot of just literally sitting there waiting for something to happen um the weapons are super low tech a lot of the crimes that he ends up stopping are very minor and there's an argument that he is either has some sort of mental illness or is maybe just going through a really particularly terrible time in his life and this is the only way he can see to like work through that stress um it's a very interesting movie and it's very very unique it's something that uh i think only james gunn's crazy mind could have cooked up and for my money it's probably the closest that you'll ever see to what the reality of a superhero just some random guy deciding to become one would actually look like and I think it's a lot of fun. It's really funny. And it's, it makes a great double feature with this. I've watched both of them in the same day. And they really go well together. It's a it's a good like combined feature. But anyway, this is not that episode. Even though there will be one about that eventually. Um, I love this movie right from the start. It was so, so funny to me. And it was so like interesting and um, propulsive. I think that's one of my favorite things about it. Is it's just got a really really like fast pace and it's very uh like visually interesting matthew vaughn is one of my favorite directors working today and i think that he needs to be given more comic book stuff he made this thing he made kingsman sing he made the best x-men movie fight me um and i think he could do a lot of really great stuff with other comic book properties if someone just handed them to him he's just got such an eye for this stuff he really makes it look really unique and he makes all the characters uh they they always work very well off each other the actors perfectly suit their roles and and he just tells really great comic book stories that are sort of unique to the genre and i think his directorial style and his like certain eye really work well with this movie it keeps it really fun and interesting. The camera work is great. Some of the transitions and, and then the use of um, like the narration and everything. It it's really cool. And the way colors pop in the movie and how certain places look totally like sets and the incorporation of certain like comic book panels and um, like the the use of a comic to tell certain like backstories and everything and then you you know kind of seeing a traditional comic panel or cover be kind of satirically recreated in real life it's so so cool and he just does that so well throughout the whole movie i thought that was really admirable and definitely sets this apart from a lot of other comic book movies i think that his 
work um, with the action is also something that's really, really great. And that's something that shines through in Kingsman, too. Uh, he can just direct the hell out of an action scene. He makes it super fun and frenetic, and the music choices always make it super interesting and memorable. And with these characters, and sometimes the fights not being particularly, like, crazy choreographed or, like... Um, like particularly flashy he does a really great job of making it seem grounded and giving you the visceral feel to a lot of these moments that he's going for he just does a really great job and i like love everything from the directorial aspects of this movie the actors are also really really good they are perfectly suited to their roles and they're all really funny like they can really read these lines and make them sing and their comic timing is fantastic uh, the movie's comic timing is fantastic, just in general. Um, I love the, this sounds so dark, but I love when the mom dies. It's so funny. Um, he, like, she just slumps over, and then you immediately, like, see the, it's the same box, it's the same shot, but it's, like, you know, a few years later or whatever, and, um, and he's, <laughs> his dad goes, did they change the B on the box? And then, um... Uh, freaking Dave goes, no, and that's the scene, and then you just keep moving. It's so funny. Uh, the whole movie is so funny. It's just full of moments that make me laugh so hard, and I think a lot of it is just because of how deadpan it is, or because of how sometimes just flat-out ridiculous it is. Like when Red Mist jumps off the dumpster and, like, hurts himself, and just the way he plays that moment, it's so stupid, but it's so funny. And this movie is really great for moments like that, and, uh... So just in general, this movie is a lot of fun. It's got a lot of moments that I think are really funny and make me laugh out loud almost every time. Uh, the action is fantastic. All the actors do really great work in this movie. I love how corny the bad guys are, and uh, Mark Strong is playing another really great villain role. And, and I mean, the dude, he can just play him just about anything. I really like him in a lot of stuff, particularly comic book movies. But he's really great in this. So is Nicolas Cage, who he definitely has a standout performance. And uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is also really fantastic in this movie as Hit Girl. It, that's kind of the aspect of the movie that stretches um, this movie's reality, I think, the most. It's kind of the most ridiculous. And then you get to the part with the jetpack and everything. Some of that strains credibility towards the end. But overall, they are really entertaining characters. And I love seeing how they play off of Dave. And Dave with his friends and everything, all that. It's all really funny. This movie just gels really well. And I like how it has a great message about you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be super. You don't have to be super rich. You don't have to be super powered to do good things for other people. Obviously, this is taking it to an extreme. But I think the movie is kind of saying that. And the way that Dave stands up for people who are being wronged and the way he just stands strong in the face of adversity i think that's a pretty valuable message that can be imparted from this movie so everything about it i think is really great the directing is uh is on point the writing is really great everyone in it is turning in great work and this is just a really entertaining movie from start to finish i love to watch it every couple of months it's definitely irregular in my rotation and i think that it's pretty pretty underrated i don't think a lot of people know about this uh, I don't love the comic as much, I will say that, and that's probably part of the reason why it isn't so popular, is because the the comic, while 
popular among like more hardcore comic fans it doesn't have the broad appeal of something like spider-man or superman or whatever so i understand it to, to that degree and this is definitely fulfilling more of a niche but there's no reason why no reason why this couldn't be something more along the lines of deadpool or whatever kind of join the ranks of r-rated superhero flicks because it's just a lot of fun and the way it spoofs the genre in interesting ways it's really really great and i think a lot more people should check it out so if this hasn't been enough of a ringing endorsement, I would definitely recommend this one. If you haven't seen it or if you just haven't seen it in a while, please, I implore you, go find it, go go watch it. You won't be disappointed. This is a really, really good one. Before I get out of here, I do want to say that I am grateful for libraries, dude. Libraries. Very, uh, very frequently I lament the fact that despite having both Netflix and Amazon Prime as well as, I mean, I kind of forgot about it, but yes, I also have Disney Plus. I never use it, but we do have it. Um, we are very often are finding ourselves having to rent movies, and it's infuriating. Even this, you had to rent it. It used to be on Hulu, which we didn't have, but you know, you can create a fake email address, whatever. Yada yada. Point is, it's really kind of just annoying how oversaturated everything has become because now there's HBO Max and there's Peacock and there's um. There's DC Universe, which seems to be dying, but that exists. Shudder exists. Like, it's just really becoming way, way too crowded, and a lot of stuff has been being pulled off of stuff uh, of, the, of other services as new ones arise that can buy back the rights and whatever. It's just, it's kind of annoying. So, I am grateful for libraries because in the face of that Armageddon, you can still go to your local library, and if you have a card, you can check out movies, dude, and they're free, and you get to keep them for a week. Like, that's, that is such a deal. Like, you don't have to pay anything monthly for it, you don't have to pay for it, and then you have it for 48 hours. You have that for a week, and you can renew it for free. Like, all that's free. It's an amazing public service, and I'm just so grateful for it, but I always forget about it, and that sucks, because it's such an amazing resource that's like... 15 minutes away from my house that I can just get any movie uh, just about and, and I can just you know like I can have it for free for a little bit it's crazy but it's something that I think I need to be more grateful for and remember that it exists a lot so take this as a PSA go to your library check out some movies it's a great way to find stuff that you might not be able to find otherwise and uh, you get to save a pretty penny so why not you know Alright, so if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to tell other people how much you did, please consider leaving a five-star review. It would be super helpful, and while you're there, consider subscribing. You can do it right in app, and it makes sure you never miss an episode. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at gvandrewly1, and if you want to find a full list of everywhere that you can contact me, as well as everywhere you can listen to this show and links to the most recent episodes, you can find that at moviesandmorepod.com. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. I really appreciate you listening, and until next time, where do we keep our backs to the wall? Wow, shoot. Dang it, I whiffed that so hard. Where do we keep our backs to the wall? There's a space in between there. Uh, good advice. Spacing. And uh, keep your back to the wall. You know, you never know when a giant dude with a knife might try to take you out. All right, peace. <laughs>